Welcome to Coffee and Commerce, the podcast where you'll hear me, Sarah Jones, have conversations with real-life e-commerce business owners. People who have a story to share about how they set up and how they run their online stores. Normal people. People like you and me. Let's dive in. Okay, I'd like to welcome Julie Macken, and she is from Neves Bees, and Neves Bees sell gorgeous um, natural bee products, which, but it's probably be easier for me to let you tell, let Julie tell you more about that. So welcome, Julie. And if you'd like to just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about the business, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks, Sarah. Um, so yeah, I'm Julie and I am the deputy queen bee of our family business called Neves Bees. And we make a range of all natural skincare products and gifts um, using our beeswax and just pure plant oils and butters. Um, I had a pretty much a 30 year career in the pharmaceutical and healthcare industry um, and sold crap basically. No, I didn't think it was at the time, <laughs> but, um, but I guess I got a bit cynical about some of the stuff that was going into products and yeah. greenwashing around natural products and mm. so I really I tried to find some products that really were natural and I have a background in chemistry um, so I kind of understand what the labels mean and just got really cynical about you know some of the ingredients that are put in things so I thought well I can't find it I'm going to make it myself and um, Neve is my daughter and the bees were her idea when yeah. she was nine, she's now 18. Um, so she and I went on this beekeeping course nine years ago. Um, and yeah, so we sort of started playing playing with it and then everything came together and we launched Neve's Bees about two years ago. Wonderful. And um, who built the web? Did you build the website yourself? Is it? No, and, and actually I come from a marketing background. So um, I understand communications but I am not technical <laughs> and I guess probably, I mean, I'm, I guess that many people who are going to start out a business probably have a good idea and yeah. have the enthusiasm for their product or service and know what they want. But unless you're really into IT and mm. I, I think it's fine not to build your own. <laughs> I wouldn't have known <laughs> agree, yeah. had a clue where to get started, to be honest. Um, so how did you how did you decide did you know somebody that could do it for you or did you have to literally go out and yeah so what so how we started was I was part of a really lovely local networking group and um one of the people I met was a designer graphic designer brand designer and so I worked with her quite early on to create the products and the designs and they are really nicely designed because I guess because I come from a brand background it was really important that the products communicated what we wanted them to on the packaging um so we started off selling at fair market fairs and you know little well I, I was at the beekeeping shows selling off as you know with the beekeeping shows and then people could like oh can I buy it online and I'm like not at the moment you can't no so I said Nikki we really need we do need a website and let's make it e-commerce so so Nikki our 
designer B, the graphic designer, yeah. she basically designed the website. And then she had um, a, an IT guy, Roger, who she worked with. And so he did the sort of techie stuff. Yeah. And, um, and Nikki designed the front end of it. And one thing that I would say that I think is really important for people starting out. So I went to three different companies. I, you know, I asked around and said, look, yeah. I want to get some quotes for building a yeah. website. And they varied from £20,000 down to £1,500. Um, and literally everything in between. Well, I, I, I think I had four quotes, £1,500 six grand eight grand and 20 grand wow, obviously the 20 so grand hard. one went out the window and yeah. six grand yeah. I, I kind of I, th I thought about it because it sounded like he knew what he was doing but then I thought actually you know what I understand marketing I understand the strategy mm. I'm going to pay Nikki to do the design and then Roger did all the technical stuff so it wasn't turnkey but we got a really good workable website yeah. For, I ended up paying Nikki probably about a thousand pounds. So two and a half grand, we got a really nice working website. Yeah. We're now redoing the website two years later, but now, but we know what was working well and what was working less well. So it, the next one is going to be um, even better. So did you find that? What what were the things that did you find that that the website, like how easy was it to get the website to do what you wanted? I'm assuming like you say, things are going to be different on it now. What what were the elements that you found that, you know, like, oh, this needs to change and that needs to change? Was it fundamental stuff or was it more? No, so the website worked perfectly. So from a technical point of view, it's perfect. Mm. As far as I'm aware, you know, it does, it yeah. says it's safe, it's, it, we take payment, you know, that all yeah. kind of works fine. I think my first brief to Roger and Nikki was, um, we have a passion for wildlife. We want to bring the wildlife back, you know, talk about, we want to talk about our brand and, you know, what we think is really important and we're selling some products and that's how it is. Yeah. So you're trying to change it so that the but, emphasis is showing that. But, that but now I think, on the website. Yeah. And also we were quite keen to sell to retail as well. So we had a retail yeah. section of the site that trade can go in and log in. Yeah. And I think, particularly last year kind of changed changed the whole retail landscape and I realized I don't really like working with retailers and <laughs> a b2c is is it just works for us you know selling online directly to consumers works for us so we're changing the emphasis the new website is much more about um it's much makes it much easier to shop and to browse um and the our reason for being our mission if you like to save the wildflowers yeah. and bring back the bees is still there yep it's sort of secondary you know we realize that what the user wants what the consumer wants is to come to the website oh that's nice I wonder what products they do click 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 ah oh, that's what they do whereas now you have to yeah. search a bit more for it yeah. so it's much more easy to shop now well shortly it will be we're just changing it at the moment so when when's the new site going to be well, the plan is um, sort of end of March time, so a couple of okay, months. Hello. Oh, wonderful. No. I look forward to seeing that then. Um, yeah. So with regards to actually running your 
e-commerce business what have you you know what have you found are the biggest challenges for you I mean aside from obviously the technical side if you're not tech savvy with the website but like in general because I know where shall I start <laughs> learning curve and I thought I knew this stuff you know I've worked in sales and marketing for a long time um but yeah gosh I, I mean I think I think my word of advice would just be just jump in just start it um because you're learning all the time and it doesn't really matter if you don't get it right yeah. as long as you don't as long as you don't as long as the payment works and you're not doing anything illegal yeah um I think that you know make sure that is right and actually one thing that Roger our ITB we call him did really well is he was absolutely anal about check 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 checking yes. that, that you know the payment worked that the refunds worked if we, we don't do, well we have never had anyone ask for a refund but it works Excellent. um you know and that their security is fine and the security on our website is fine so make sure that works but you know in terms of um all you know all the the sort of user functionality and stuff i think you just have to go with it and you know start yeah. it just do something yeah no that's really good advice actually it's just like you can fiddle about and wait till it's perfect but it will never be perfect so you just have to at some point just put it out there and then kind of fix those little bits as you go along don't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and as and i say two years in we've now i had a bit of a sort of aha moment at the end of last year and thought actually you know what we could we could now sort of evolutionarize this we can you know we can we've made lots of little tweaks i think now yeah. we need a big tweak yeah um, yeah and so when you where have, what, how have you i mean it's very different to sort of going to a, a a craft fair or a market and actually sort of standing there and selling it to people to actually building a website and getting people to come to you and to find out about you so yeah how, what what did you you know what did you do to in order to get to kind of to put it out there so that you yeah find some customers what, yeah what no that's a really good question first and i think i think my observation is that lots of people put a website up and go yay job done i'll just sit and wait for the money to come field, in field of dreams build it on they will come absolutely no it doesn't doesn't quite work like that in yeah. my experience um and and actually i have heard people go oh yes you just do some social as if social is the be all and end all and i don't think yeah. it is i think I mean, I come from a marketing background, right? So I'm going, I'm bound to say this, but work out who the customer is yeah, and work out what the customer actually needs and then work out where somebody with those needs is likely to go looking for it. So for example, um, we sell a lot of gifting products. So at times like Christmas, our sales are a lot higher than they are now, for example. Um, so actually that's not entirely true because we have certain products that go up and down at different times of the year so it's working out you know who are the so like we sell gift sets i probably should have got one um and those at christmas you know we sell 10 times more of those than anything else so it's thinking okay who is going to be looking at a gift set where are they going to be looking yeah. so we i know from doing market stalls that we sell quite a lot to sort of middle-aged or young sort of 30 to 40 year old mm. and older women um facebook <laughs> facebook audience yeah. um so that's a good source for us also um 
We've done quite a lot on things like Google shopping ads because um, you can be very clear, you know, our product is beeswax. It's meant much of it. So we sell lip balms and beeswax lip balm is quite niche, but quite specific. Yeah. So we bought the search terms for beeswax lip balm. Um, so we come up there. So it's thinking about who who is buying, why are they buying and what are they likely to 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 put in? Um, yeah, and then there's some other, there's some other, we, I mean, there's all sorts of initiatives that you can do, some of which are going to work better than others, but long-term things like don't underestimate email marketing. Mm. One of the things that, yeah. yeah, and yeah. one of the things that, that we've, well, Roger set up for us, which works well, although I'm not quite on top of it yet, is um, gathering a a database so when you go on our website now we have a hopefully not too annoying little pop-up that asks you to subscribe and gives you 10 percent off your first order yeah. you know if you subscribe um and i think you can't abuse that and you've got to make sure that if you send an email there's there's a reason you know who are you talking to you're talking to a middle-aged woman who you know is interested yeah. in the natural environment we'll tell her some interesting things about the natural environment then or if you're selling a yeah. technical product to guys tell them something or if you're selling a health product tell them something health related you know it's it's being really clear on what your audience is likely to to want yes i think it gives them some value isn't it it's kind of making giving them a reason to actually open the in the email i mean yeah. obviously there are times to send the email to say hey buy this product but it's about getting the balance, isn't it? And sort of, as yeah. you say, you know your audience, you know what they're interested in. So yes, they're probably going to be interested in um, some content about bees or yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. nature or springtime and blossoms and all that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a really good strategy to have, definitely. Um, um, so what, I was, well, I've, this popped into my head earlier, um, have you got any plans? Because you're you've got your lip balms, haven't you? And you've got your um, body butters and your I love the the animal, the snout and the paw. Yeah, that's because my dog has dreadful well, not trouble, but he gets his his paws get really rough and stuff in the winter. Um, so have you got any plans to expand your product range? Yeah, forward because yeah. you produce it all yourself, don't you? So obviously there's we do we do produce it. Yeah, we do produce it all ourselves. No, we don't produce it all ourselves. We produce most of it ourselves, but increasingly we are working with other local suppliers to produce things because one of the things that we realized is, and, and again, I think this is advice I would give people is just start, just do what you think is right and then review it and review it and review it. Yeah. And um, one of the things that we realized is people really do love what we stand for you know we do stand for totally natural products that you can read the ingredients you could eat them um you know it's not greenwashing by any shape or form and um and people really like that yeah even if you search on organic products in the shelf they still have preservatives in them preservatives kill the flora on your skin they're called biocides all products with water contain biocides i could go off on one here there's very few companies that will sell you yeah. skincare without biocides in it. Yeah. Um, so we realized that that was, that was um, what people wanted and they kind of like the feel of the brand and the fact that we give money back to, to bring the meadows back, but we don't have enough products. So we are working with um, a lovely soap manufacturer in Wales, actually, so I can hear your accent. Um, 
and she also makes some lovely um, bath salts as well. So we're looking to introduce a few more sort of pampering, bathing type products. Mm. Um, and we also have a range of face products that we're developing as well. But of course, you've got to be really careful about that because you've got to make sure that, you know, people are only putting the best yeah. products on their face. So we're, we're working with a couple of other suppliers to get find the best products for that. Yeah, um, and, that, and that fits in with the gifting side, you know, the, the, the pamper products. That's perfect for people looking for that gift item isn't it especially at Christmas or whenever yeah 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 I think so yeah thank you but that's another reason why we realized that the website at the moment isn't really it is fit for purpose but it, it it's coming to the end of its shelf life and um, will it be Shopify because you're on Shopify at the moment aren't you um no we are WooCommerce and oh, wow. Stripe and will you be sticking with is that that you use sticking yeah with I think so platform? yeah yeah and actually God, I kind of had to rely on Roger, our ITB person, but he did quite a lot of research. And for our, for what we want, his recommendation was that WooCommerce and Stripe were yeah. the most suitable for us. I yeah. don't think there's that much in it, to be honest, from what I've seen. Um, so yeah, that seemed to work well for us. Yeah, and um, do you find sort of with the, the back end side of things, do you have any sort of challenges with, with kind of order management and that kind of thing have you got all that I presume you've got all that kind of nice yeah no it works quite it, it works quite well um so so basically we so the system we've got is WordPress mm -hmm. so we've got a WordPress website and actually that would be another big learning I would my top tip to anybody <laughs> and, and we went round and round and round the houses on this one some web designers are, oh yes you have to have it all completely bespoke and you have to have this and you have to have that you really don't, I don't think, um, no. you know, yes, so we've got a template, we've got a WordPress template, and yes, it's compromised a bit from what, if you go and look at like Lush website, for instance, which obviously is one of our competitors, is is really lovely, and it's all bespoke, but to be honest, it's not that much different to what our new one is going to be, and for the, the Lush have got a lot more money than we have, <laughs> um, you know, for the compromise that we're that we're having yeah it's not that much of a compromise so i think yeah get it get a template website um we have it, it it all seems to work quite well i know roger's put a few plugins in so whenever someone places an order we get an email then we go into the system we print it off and i've bought some paper with stickers on it that you know the label peels off and then yeah, you just put the packing really slip in yeah you know it makes it all really easy we're, it also integrates with just setting up zero um so it also integrates with zero and feeds into that we're also just about to, we've just um launched a, a post office business account because you have to sell over a thousand units a year yes through the post so um so we did we hadn't hit that a couple of years ago but now we have so we're setting that up and that also integrates with it so you can um yeah get the order straight onto the post office which just makes the whole logistics oh, thing yeah. much easier have you had much so have you found you've had have you had any challenges with logistics just because of covid and everything because i know a lot of suppliers are um well, yeah have um, delays and issues and things going missing have you had much problem with that yes post yeah. office nightmare absolute nightmare <laughs> and you always use the post office do you is that yeah because most of the products we sell are average sale average our average 
um, order is about 15 pounds mm -hmm. and it goes really from five five pounds is the cheapest thing we sell so we get some orders for five pounds and you know it didn't arrive we so we post it as a large letter and put a second class stamp on it um and people were saying oh what's the tracking information i'm like tracking information costs four pounds to add <laughs> I don't sell a five pound product with free postage <laughs> with four pound packing. Um, and if you tried to charge them six pound for shipping on a five pound product, they'd all recoil in no. horror, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah I don't. I, and in fact, that's that's another top tip that I was given mm -hmm. and I think is a really good one is if you can do free delivery. Oh, that's a massive people. Love. Well, that's why Prime does so well, isn't it? Because everybody yeah. loves free shipping. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm yeah, and, and you can even charge, obviously you you you're you're covering your costs when you're in your price, but people are happy to pay that because the, of the free shipping. So yeah. So yeah. Have you so how how were you dealing when things were going astray? Did you have a problem kind of dealing with that, or did you find people were quite understanding and willing to kind of um hang on and wait? It's an absolute nightmare. Uh I mean I, I feel sorry for the post office, mm. but they cocked up. <laughs> I know that they had problems with covid and stuff and for that i really feel for them and i know they got in loads of posties but you know it the service was terrible um and you know we were even first class was taking a week we had some second class stuff that was taking like three or four weeks to arrive and we ended up having to refund lots of people um you have to just take people on trust and i'm assuming that they told me the truth um that's one of the things about post office um or royal what's it called uh the delivery service the, the the business one is called not it's not called post office anyway um but they give you you get a um certification or an indication when the product's been delivered so at least you know that the consumer's not lying to you when they say it's not arrived um but but you know honestly we just had to take it as a cost of doing business so yeah if, if we had to replace a five pound product obviously it's not costing us five pounds but it, it, you know, it's cheaper than saying, well, we'll pay five pound delivery charge, <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah, yeah. You know. And, and, and you can't really put a price on the value of a happy customer versus somebody who's annoyed because they pay for their product and they haven't had it. And it surprises me how often when I'm in kind of um, Facebook groups, when where retailers are just refusing to give a refund they, they just kind of shrug their shoulders and go well i'm sorry i've sent it but mm. yeah and i just i think how can you it, it yeah it's it just it's beyond belief really to me that it doesn't take much to keep the customer happy and then if a happy customer is going to go and tell all their friends they're going to yeah. come back and buy again because they know they feel safe don't they that yeah. you're going to look after them and you're not going to just kind of yeah no i think you're absolutely right yeah. and keeping the customer happy is a is a biggie what's a shame is that we we also sell on um amazon as well we sell some products on amazon not many yeah. um and i hate amazon um i don't think you're the only one <laughs> but, but <laughs> well i know you're not the only one from in fact yeah, yeah. we sold a lot on christmas from amazon because yeah. people search for it so you know i hate it but it did it did enable us to keep going you know it, it um but what's annoying as well is amazon customers some are lovely but i think some are so used to prime that you know the product doesn't arrive yeah and 
we had a one star review because the product didn't arrive and I'm like oh there's nothing I posted it you know please I'll give you another one but don't give me a one star review and of course we just had to delist the product because with the one star review you can't sell it so that was that one died um and it, you know it's nothing you cannot do anything about it it's just a nightmare yeah, but yeah. I did manage to I must admit when I was doing when I was selling on Amazon I did manage to get some reviews removed it was very you could if 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 they'd left the review on the product but it wasn't product related I think you could request to have it removed and then vice versa if they left you a seller review that was actually a product review that you could get that removed again I didn't luckily thankfully I didn't have many but I don't even know if you can still do that I no, imagine you oh well I took can't but we, um, we delisted the product because yeah you're, just, you're stuck then aren't you because you totally stuck. you can't sell it <laughs> yeah 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 um, so do you sell on any other? Um, yeah, we sell we products? sell on um, Etsy. Yeah, that's a nice one. Um, I yeah, Etsy's a nice one to sell on. It nowhere near the volume of Amazon, but it, you know, for somebody starting out, if they've got a product that they're making, obviously you can't sell services on Etsy. But yeah. you know, if you're selling something that's then Etsy's, a, I'd say Etsy's a nice one. Um, there's a few others we're not on. Uh, new monday folksy i don't get any volume from them so um not on the high street obviously we're not on not on the high street because they're quite particular about what they want um and they take a big margin but i think you know if you can get on not on the high street uh if your margins are there that's a good one i suppose and when you're saying if you've got quite small order value and uh, low order values then you kind of have to you know if you're selling something that's 150 pounds then you've got the margin to cover that fee haven't you whereas obviously smaller products well and also you know we make our products so obviously we can have quite high profit margins whereas you know if you're having to buy something in yeah and you're not going to make much of a profit margin and then not on the high street take i think it's 25 percent so it's quite a high one like that yeah yeah Yeah. Etsy's about 10 percent i think and amazon's 13 percent um yes yeah so so do you have what are your sort of what are your plans for the coming year and the fact where do you see yourself in sort of five or ten years time yeah so I, I never plan that far in advance because um I teach people how I I I, I still do some work for various marketing consultancies mm. and teach people how to do marketing planning and I don't do it myself <laughs> and, I, and I intentionally don't do it myself because because yeah. how who would have planned last year honestly um so I have a real vision for where we want to go. We're bringing back the wildflower meadows. So we spend spend 10% of our profits and quite a lot of money um, giving out wildflower seeds, yeah. donating to um, the Wildlife Trust, um, give quite a lot of time to local environmental mm-hmm. charities. Um, so that's my plan. It doesn't, doesn't really matter how much I sell or don't sell, as long as that's happening, that's, uh, that's good with me. Um, so I know what we want to achieve. I don't really care how we achieve it. Um, but in terms of um, constantly, I, I think I think what my advice to people would be just keep know where you're going, but then keep reviewing how you're getting there. So one of the things that we we never set out to sell to retail. Um, we won a local competition that um, got us a listing in a big local shop, which was great, but perhaps took our eye off the ball a little bit. Um, yeah. And actually, retailers are challenging to deal with. 
um, because obviously they have their own, they want to be in control of what they do. Um, and as a brand owner, I want to be in control of what we do. So things like pricing is always an issue. I cannot set pricing and I have sold to retailers and they have undercut my pricing, which I don't want to do. Um, so I, I'm going off. I'm, and last year, e-commerce worked really well for us. Um, yeah. We focused on it because the retail was shut and we grew our online business fivefold last year. Wow, excellent. Yeah, and that was by not really doing all that much in a challenging market, obviously. So it's made me realise that actually, you know what, I would far rather sell direct to consumers, yeah. keep, keep the communication, keep the brand, um, keep the message, because without the dilution of a retailer, you can do that. Um, keep the margin obviously it costs you yeah. more because you're having to you know pay for the shipping and stuff but at least you're keeping you know you don't have a middleman taking half the money half the profit oh well, half the money half the cost yeah. Um, yeah. so so our plans are to keep developing our online sales um, increase the range so we've got probably another half as much again products to launch in the next three months it's quite busy Exciting. can't read you the website not much then <laughs> when do you sleep <laughs> and actually you know what i don't i don't work that hard because i don't want to yeah. um, and i i think one of again another one of my top tips is um find people who you can rely on to outsource things to um i'm i i could there's no way on this earth that i could learn to do it stuff i just i'm just not interested in it but I've got a really great guy who can. Yeah, like zone of genius, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. Kennedy talks about the zone of genius, where like you, you do what you're really good at and what you love. Yeah. And you'll be so much more productive because the other there is somebody. Yes, there is somebody who loves doing bookkeeping, <laughs> record keeping. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes more sense to be more efficient with your time. Yeah. So yeah, that's really yeah, good advice. Yeah. yeah, and also I think the other thing is that. I see people get really stuck and, and okay I'm lucky because I've got some financial behind me I've you know I've had a 30-year career I've got some money saved up but I do hear people start up a business be it e-commerce or any other thing and their pure aim is to grow and make money and be successful um whatever my success means. is far more on Am I getting good feedback? Do yeah. customers like what I want? Adventure before dementia. That's not my saying, that's somebody else's, but I really love that. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter to me, as long as I'm making enough money to pay my bills and to, and to let me know that I'm doing something that people like, I'm happy with that. I don't need to sell the business in five years time and make a million pounds. I don't need to, and I don't particularly yeah. want to. Um, you know, I think, I think, I'm not saying there's anything wrong in that. If, you know, some people want to do that, some people don't. Yeah. But I think just be really clear on what you want. What you want. When we, and when we first, when we first won this local competition, we had quite a lot of people came up to me and went, oh, you'll need to, you'll need to be investment ready now. You'll need to get some investment. You know, you'll need to borrow some money. I'll help you write a business plan to get money from the bank. And I was a bit like, oh God, mm, okay then. <laughs> and then I, no, after a few days, I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to 
do that. I'm happy doing what I do. Thank you very much. Leave me alone. Um, and I think that's, I think people can get sort of suckered into that yeah. um, feeling like they have to be successful in somebody else's mind. Be successful in your own mind. <laughs> No, I, I, that's a I, that's really good advice. I really like that, and I love, you know, how you for you it's about your your it's really your vision with the nature side and and um, having those products, those natural products. And I think it's one I think it's wonderful that you're sort of managing to stick with that vision and not let other people come along and distract you with whatever their kind of whatever their um, goals and visions are. And yeah. I, that's uh yeah and i i wish you every success because I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the new website and i'm really looking forward to seeing the new products that you're launching so am i let's hope we manage to do it <laughs> you will you will of course you will <laughs> because it's you're doing something you love so it's it does it does make it easier to kind of get there when you're actually enjoying what you're doing and doing something that you love so um if people want to come and to get in touch with you and find out more where where should they um where should they come yeah, so um, is it the website? Either the new one, if you're yeah. listening to this before March, or the old one, if you're listening to this after sort of middle of March. So it's um, www.nevesbees.co.uk. So N-E-V-E-S-B-E-E-S.co.uk. And then our contact details are all on there as well. Wonderful. That's oh, and if you want to, um, we also do quite a lot on Insta and Facebook and Twitter. Um, and we one of the things that we always try and do is post bee facts and pack facts about bee friendly flowers um so people people really seem to like our little bee facts so if you want to learn more about bees and pollinators then uh, every other day we post a little bee fact Absolutely so insta and twitter is just at needs bees that's wonderful because i i love bees i've always wanted to keep bees but i don't have a big enough garden one day <laughs> i will i am adamant one day i will have yeah, do it. both it's my fun. grandparents kept bees and my uncle and oh, my cool. cousin does um so I think it's I think it's wonderful what you're doing, both in the business and for the environment and for nature. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. This has been so interesting. Um, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you. Um, yeah, hopefully I look forward to seeing what you've got coming in the future. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help other people to discover the content. Don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified when we publish a new episode.